automated version. So um, there's lots of automated equipment out of there <coughs> available out there, but some is good and some is not as good. Um, but keep it simple. A Doppler definitely, um, a PPG probe and a cuff so you can take toe pressures. Um, and then I would suggest an automated brachial cuff um, that's been validated so you can speed speed things up a little bit. Mm. Great. Thank, thanks, Perfect. thanks, Peter. Again, conscious of the time, and, and we'll just move you back to the green. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. And hope you enjoy the rest of what we're going to talk about, and we'll. Will do. <laughs> Thank you. We're just going to bring on. Whoops, sorry, I made a boo boo. I just <laughs> You're the Toby. Toby. Hey, oh, do you want to take over, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> far, far better looking co-host. Hang on, sorry, Toby. I've just find you and bring you back. Okay. So look, I'll just bring on Seth. We'll talk about tendons. Beautiful. Oops, I've just brought on Simon by me. Oh, look, I've, I've just, yeah, hey, Simon. Look, oh, we'll, here we go. We'll, here we'll we go. To, I, I, <laughs> thanks, thanks for getting dressed up, big dog. Sorry, I, I've, <laughs> I clicked on you by mistake, Simon, instead of Toby, but oh, okay. we've got you there now, Simon, so let's, <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, hey, Simon. Hello, how, are you? how are you, mate? You right? I tell you what, Toby's moustache, whoa. <laughs> I know, I know. Chin chin. Where is he? Where is he? He's, hopefully he's off shaving it. Yeah, no, 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 got, no, it, got him back now. <laughs> it's November, isn't it? It is, it is. Well, she had a lovely curry tonight, mate. What did you have? I had uh, a lamb, Harry Murchibuna. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. How was Ireland? Uh, casual. <laughs> <laughs> How's Pink Adam? So, <laughs> for people who don't know what you're going on about, you have been on some kind of uh, seven-tour trip of following a band that I'd never heard of before I've met you. What are they called? Yeah, yeah. You've been following you two around... Europe, like a schoolboy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and does your daughter feel embarrassed? <laughs> no. My daughter loves it. My, my, my daughter actually has taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who's got a question for the big dog? I think that's me. That, I was, I, it was a debate whether it was going to be serious or not. So... I, I thought I'd go semi-serious. The Always you spoke Simon with Griff and Craig. You went with you spoke with Griff and Craig in your episode about subject-specific data and about one of Ben O'Nig's paper. Would you stick it all out there? What <laughs> is there a question in there? <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what was that? In my, in my head, there was a question. It clearly hasn't come know. out as a question. <laughs> what? I, I might go with the alternative question. Let's which try was, that again. When you chatted with Craig and Griff in your episode, yeah. and you were quoting yeah. uh, Ben O'Nig's paper and about which his one? subjects, huh? one of his papers where he gave you all of the subject-specific data, and you yes. were deciding whether or not you would do you would do that yourself. I, I 
Griffiths, answer this question for the man. What do I think about all, all foot orthotic research should report subject specific data? End of story. Fine, that <laughs> answers my question then. There's the mic drop. Yeah. That is a big. Uh, Griff. Such yeah. I... <laughs> hey, I'm glad that went terribly badly. It makes me look like a half decent host. I'll tell you what, Welshie, <laughs> Welshie, have you been in court today? Because you're yes. the only one right? Yeah. I have. Is this, is this tweed? Triple. Well, no, actually, double. <laughs> double tweed. Double tweed. Toby, I've never met you, but I love the moustache. Right? <laughs> I'm glad it's been very serious. Okay. <laughs> Craig, thank you very much. This has been great. Can I go now? Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. Thank, thanks. So I'm going to put you back to the green room, and we'll, Good, I'll, and I'll bring on, I'll bring on, <laughs> I'll bring on Seth this time. As I meant, clicked on the. So Simon's episode was foot orthosis dosing back on 31st of May, episode 27. And Seth is coming on. He was a few weeks later. He was episode 30, 21st of June, and his episode was on Achilles tendonopathy. Yeah, he said. Yeah. Hey, Seth. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Right. Yeah, How are you? I feel I'm not looking gangster enough after uh, that uh, view of Simon. <laughs> no, one's gang- no one's gangster compared to him. How are you, mate? You well? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're good. Thanks, mate. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just a bit long, long day in the city. Keeping finish. busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Everyone's looking um, very dapper. I feel dressed with jeans there. So, yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, Ian and I got the uniforms, the T-shirts. Hey, you see? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Very cool. Like um, <laughs> so, who wants to talk tendons with Dr. Soleus himself? Well, after my car crash there, Toby's got this one. I needed to flag up that question that you use at the conference. Um, where it's just got the flow diagram of uh, is it a question and eventually you get to the no. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good diagram there. Yeah. You, Seth was highlighted on your list, James, that you got very excited about send me. So. <laughs> oh dear. You got oh, really James, can't go as bad as that last one did. <laughs> I was just going to rock up and wing it and I got Monday I got a big long list from James saying I want to talk to X, Y and Z and I've got questions from there I'm like go for it <laughs> he's, he's got something now yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's huge suggestions and, and uh, accusations on the comments here that we're, we've all been on the piss because this is starting <laughs> to fall apart so someone JW Tobe someone save this bring it back bring it back okay Kind of uh, Castlemaine forex in your drawer. <laughs> uh, I've got a beer. <clears throat> so, 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 with your treatment and your pre- the start again. That's <laughs> <laughs> with your current work, and this was based on a question which we asked Jill earlier. Over the last 10 years, have you changed your treatment programs based on the research yeah. you've, you've done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 10 years ago, I've been using predominantly probably more eccentric loading. Um, now I'd always use isotonic, so um, concentric and eccentric. And um, yeah, we do a coordinatory thing now. So instead of just a straight up heel raise uh, work, we tend to try and get people to um, 
slow down this sort of tremor that we've observed in their sort of muscle as they do the eccentric component. Um, so that's one of the biggest changes I've had. Um, and just much happier with loading people much, much heavier. Um, that's really probably the biggest thing to come out of our research is um, we, we are pretty strong and we should uh, load up the calf to tolerate the normal loads it's got to withstand. So, yeah. So would you say, <laughs> there's, would you say there's still a place for things like Alfredson's technique? Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with using eccentrics. Um, I think it's critical long-term and our clinical research on it um, with a case series, which we've hopefully got sort of getting published soon, has got really good clinical outcomes using eccentrics. So despite what people tell us that it's crap, it, it's not, it's good. It's probably just needs to be badged appropriately and individualized. So by, by that, I mean just targeting the person and looking at all the other factors that go with them. And if you do it within an eclectic thing, I don't think it matters that much what loading program you use. Um, and I think most studies suggest that anything goes, get them strong, get them uh, resistant, uh, big heavy weights and um, resilient enough to cope with normal stuff and uh, get them to chill out about what's going on. So they're not worried. Yeah, straightforward. Fair enough. Perfect. Okay, great. Thanks, Thanks Catch up soon, mate. We'll just bring on, um, let's bring on Emma next. So Emma's episode was one of our early ones. Oops. Can you hear us there, Emma? I can hear you. Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Good. You're a bit quiet. Hi, Emma. (laughs) So Emma's episode was one of the ones that isn't on our Facebook page because was it episode four or five you did for us, Emma? Remind me. Yeah. We did it before, I think we did it before Christmas. It was um, before we kind yeah, of decided to brand this stuff. I think, we, I think we had Christmas jumpers on, didn't we? So, um, again, another person a bit like Bish who we called in favours from five. people. We, we, oh, oh, it was episode five. You know, we were still calling in favours from people we really respected, but also we knew well enough that we thought might say yes. So, again, another person who we need to thank because without that momentum of those first four or five episodes, this, this thing doesn't become what it is now. So thank you so much. And thanks for coming and joining us again. Um, it's always lovely to catch up. Um, who has got a question for Emma? I'm Hello. praying it's Toby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Cause the episode Emma did was academia. I thought I'd just ask a, a quick question about obviously the, the way podiatry will be studied in the, in the future is particularly um, pathways into studying it seem to be um, potentially changing or opening to a wider scope at the moment so um, yeah sort of where are we going with that sort of maybe more sort of Want a, a, a blue sky really. answer or a pragmatic answer can I have both please <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my crystal ball on me so uh, I don't honestly know where they cross over um, yeah. You know, in an ideal world, wouldn't it be nice if we could just have, um, like we're doing with this, you just the bits you want, basically, so you could just access the speaker that you want. I recently posted something on the student um, Facebook group. Um, it was, I think it was Imperial or um, LSE or some some Russell group was um, using holograms um, and like basically porting in speakers without actually having them there um, with the view to obviously being able to be you know, just to showcase the best of the best. Um, and, you know, part of me was really blown away and impressed and thought, yeah, that sounds really awesome. But then part of me just then went, hang on a minute. No, the learning still happens one-to-one. 
So, you know, that peer-to-peer -peer learning, the discussion, the deep learning, all of that stuff that we still do when we're together. It's why we still go to conferences, isn't it? It's the reason that we all want to hang out and we all want to get together. And let's face it, the real chats happen over the beers later on, don't they? So um, I, I would say that in terms of where we're going, I think the technology will take us in one direction. And I wonder if there will be a bit of kickback um, to keep humans being human. Um, the LinkedIn local thing, for example, has recently risen up, hasn't it? Because people have realised they need people, not robots, not screens quite so much. So, yeah, I think um, that's one way of looking at it. I think another way is um, in what we teach as well. So in, in my field, in musculoskeletal podiatry, um, I'm quite sure my contemporaries around the world are having the same headache as me, that it's moving so fast there's this lag effect as always between what's happening out in practice and what's happening in the labs and um you know somewhere in the middle there is a sweet spot where human beings get involved and uh, you realize that not every treatment is going to work on everybody anyway so how on earth do we get that through to our hungry students um, who just want to learn and just want to get on with the job without blowing their minds too soon so yeah I've, I've sort of my first answer to you toby if that if that's helped at all yeah, yeah. excellent thank you yeah. great thank, thanks emma look we'll we'll put you back into the green room i know you've been waiting patiently <laughs> here and i'll just i'll just see bring you on, next week emma i'll just bring Cheerio. on kevin yeah. i'll just week. bring on kevin and then <laughs> and <clears throat> hey kevin hello sir okay how are you uh about ready to start work but I have a few minutes here to Talk with you guys if you're ready for me. Yeah, always. Thank you for joining us so much. I know, well, uh, Kevin. The f the first thing I got to ask you about: How's the, the your son getting on with after the fires? Uh, he's uh, yeah doing some long commutes. It's two hours from our house to his uh, job in Chico. Um, yeah, he's doing okay. He's a tough guy, so uh, he's uh, you know lost pretty much everything, but his. Uh, <clears throat> away with two cars and his dog and uh, his work clothes and work boots uh, but you know but we're luckily you know he has a place to stay now so we're just um, Good. we're trying to you know it's just a disaster up there and this, this paradise is a town that you know Pam and I've been going through for the last 35 years it was it's only an hour's drive from our property that we go to multiple times a year so it's yeah really a, quite, a, quite a disaster yeah, here's the photos you paste you posted <laughs> yeah so anyway really, so just I, I so glad to... so glad to hear everyone's safe though kevin that's you know yeah yeah really... that's yeah thanksgiving's thanksgiving is going to be very special this year knowing that uh he's safe so yeah but um yeah. i appreciate you guys having me on and uh i'd rather not occupy well, with my <laughs> my little family things but i do of course your uh you um you did episode six for us uh which is back on the 4th of january and um yeah, again, a bit like Chris and a bit like Emma, you know, are definitely one of the reasons that this thing has become what it is. So thank you so much. And thanks for joining us again. And who, uh, out of JW and Toby, who's got a question for the boss? James. James. <laughs> Kevin, I saw that volume five is being released very soon. Yeah, we're, um, I've sent it off to the printer for the initial copies. Uh, we'll actually get that back either by the end of this week or next week and 
once I look it over, then um, I'll um, we'll get it printed. Uh, we have a few advanced copies. You know, they can buy it at the Precision Educast website. But it's you know again another five year uh, five year collection of newsletters that I've written from um, you know this from when, uh, 2014 to 2018, five years total, 60 newsletters. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's um, you know, the nice thing about the newsletters, I kind of explore any topic I want to. So it's uh, some is theoretical, some is practical, some of it's just uh, me um, doing some brainstorming on, um, you know, uh, we have an issue on maximal shoes and some issues on the foot strike and uh, in running, then go on to orthotic therapy and, uh, you know, some different clinical tests um, that I've been doing for years and uh, just you know, it's kind of nice because the Precision Intercast has always never really directed me. I just can kind of do what I want to on a monthly basis. And um, so I, you know, I know it's kind of a different, it's not a real textbook, but it is, uh, it is something unique within the podiatry profession. So I've been doing it for, um, boy, since 1986. So uh, 30, 30 some years, I guess. So it's uh i'll keep going as long as i can i you know it's um <laughs> it, it's sometimes hard but i i learned so much doing it that i uh, i hope everyone else enjoys it it's it's um i'm gonna send a send a copy over to ian for him to review i've given him the task of uh of uh seeing what he thinks so uh we'll see what happens. that's clearly on your christmas list <laughs> well it was, well, and then Kevin, Kevin said to me, will, will you review it? And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, I'll send you a free copy. I went, yep, I'll review it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no, you I'm know. Really, I'm really I'm, looking forward to seeing it. Really looking forward to seeing it. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, um, I appreciate your thoughts on my son, Cameron, too. So, yeah, we're uh, we're all happy he's uh, unharmed. And, um, and I just had a, I've been doing uh, doing a lot of, you know, about three international lectures a year, running the practice. I'm at practice right now, about ready to start seeing patients, and that's busy, doing a lot of surgeries. Um, so, uh, you know, trying to stay at age six, almost 62, trying to stay on top of things. So uh, that's, it's uh, like um, Emma said, it's, you know, it's a fast moving, a lot of, a lot of things are happening, so that's that's part of the issue is trying to stay up on things. But it's still still fun for me, and you know I just enjoy um, being at the office helping people. That's really what it's all about for me. I, you know, the it's nice teaching also, but um, being able to go ahead and you know help people uh, on a daily basis and having people driving from uh, around California to to ask my opinion on how I can help them is that's you know that's for me that's what I got into podiatry for. So that's that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks Kevin. Kevin. Pass our regards on to Cameron and hope everything comes right for him soon. So we'll put okay. you back. Well, thanks, in the room. thanks for inviting me and good, good job, you guys. I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing for the international podiatry profession. Thank okay. you, sir. Hey, Robert. The Robert Hi. of Isaacs. Yes, good to see everybody and lovely to see you all and lovely to see Toby's lip. <laughs> How the devil are you? I'm very well indeed, sir. I'm Your very well indeed. Your sitting looks much nicer than ours. Uh, yeah, we are living the hotel life. This is um, in Dublin doing a, a study day tomorrow with uh, Belinda Longhurst, who uh, is here with me, except she just said, I've got time to put eyeliner on, haven't I? And <laughs> looks, that, that looks yeah. like um, 
That looks like homeopathic Belinda is sitting <laughs> Much more powerful. Much more powerful. <laughs> That's a terrifying thought. Um, so, uh, do you want to wait for Bell to come back or does someone want to... No, no, out? you can crack um, on. I, I'm a person by myself. I'm a real boy. <laughs> you, you sure are. Let me remind myself what episode you did for us. It was episode 22 back on 25th of April, and it was on bad science, pseudoscience, logical fallacies. Was it on homeopathy? Well, <laughs> it was going to be, and that one, that one didn't, uh, that one didn't work out. Yeah. Did you have anyone to come on to do that? Uh, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Hold on, um, she's now locked herself out. <laughs> yes, carry on. Uh, total pro. <laughs> Total pro. Yeah, wait, wait. Oh, yes, he is. So, hi, Bell. How are you? So, Belinda did episode episode seven, our dermatology episode. Over four thousand views. Second second most viewed of our videos of all forty nine so far. Um, which surprises everyone, if we're being honest. No, no, it didn't really. Um, so thanks both for joining us. I suppose we should probably, just to stop the, 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 the lips from wagging too much, we should probably explain exactly why you two are in a hotel room together in Dublin. We should, you know, no, chat. Or, or... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's leave it. You're right. Let's leave it. Uh, JW, JW, Toby, what have you got for these two fine specimens? Toby, do you want to go first? I was just wondering, yeah, well, yeah, you can. I was just wondering if you have to work, both of you work especially hard to stay on brand all the time. Because I know what a big fan of Mark. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I hate you very much. Um, yeah, uh, no, the, the, the whole brand thing is the ongoing joke with Toby and myself. <sighs> Not a brand. Not marketing. Brand. I don't do marketing. It's You're a brand. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Mar- uh, but marketing for me is like your arsehole. You know it's necessary. <laughs> you know without it, you die. But you don't have to enjoy it. You don't have to tell everyone about it. You don't have to think it's so great. So, you yes, don't no, enjoy don't. your arsehole, Rob. I don't believe that for one <laughs> second. Um, who's got a, what a question for Bill? Quick, someone's on subject. Quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, that, that went left field. Belinda. Um, <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, we can do. I was going to actually ask you about Forgotten Feet. Okay, that's, that's just as good, yep. Yeah, go on. There, there you go, you got a minute. Crack on. About Forgotten Feet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah, Forgotten Feet, we're, we're going great guns. We're now a registered charity mm. as of a few months ago, um, which is brilliant because that's going to open more doors of opportunity and, and donations, etc. And, yeah, we've got... 40 clinics across the UK set up, running, and more in the pipeline. And it's all going really good to those that need it the most. That was like 25 seconds. Sorry. I've got a dumb question for you. Go on then. Oh. Um, if, we talked about this before. If, if skin cancer is caused by sun exposure, why do patients manifest acral lentigious mel- melanoma on their feet? <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, exactly. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go back to Will and Kate. Boom. Oh, yeah, we're on the water here. There you go. Um, well, basically, up to the figure is around 40% of people that manifest melanoma 
have genetic mutations in their pigmented lesions. So it isn't always down to sun damage. So that's why the majority of those we see on the feet, in particular the plantar surface, which generally isn't exposed to the sun, we do get the melanoma forming there. So it's genetic. So therefore, it's all about history, history, history. And that will only ever come up if we routinely ask our patients, is there any history of melanoma in your family? It's a flag. Is it not a bit rude to keep going on about history like that? Do you reckon? I think <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, okay, look, thanks, guys. We were conscious of time, so um, okay. we brought Kylie on, so we'll put you thanks, guys. Back, into the, back, okay. into the, back into the green room. Thank you. Hey, Kylie. Hey, guys. How's the jet lag? Hi, Kylie. <laughs> jet, jet lag is um, still, unfortunately, very present, but it's getting better. It'll be fine <laughs> by next. Yeah, well, I'm jet lagged the <laughs> other way, but there. I referred, uh, I referred to Craig about 15 minutes ago as a machine, and that, the, the second sort of person in my life that I think about when it comes to just work ethic, demand, all corners of the globe, zero sleep, is, is you every single time. In fact, you and Craig are probably joined first in my, in my life, as you know. So um, thanks for joining thanks us. For and after, I know you were teaching in Glasgow yesterday, down in Brighton today, and then I guess, are you in Brighton still? Are you going straight from Brighton to Bournemouth? Because I know you're there next week for the, for the conference as yeah. well. Yeah. So I'm working working again tomorrow at the Uni of Brighton, and then I've I've actually got a couple of days off. Um, what? I technically have a writing <laughs> retreat, so I'm going to try and pump out a couple of papers. Of course. So you haven't got a couple of days off, have you? No, that anyone else? Would, yeah. <laughs> that was got a couple of days off. That is exactly the Kylie I was talking about. That's amazing. <laughs> Who wants to ask this absolute legend the question? And to remind ourselves, Kylie did. She was episode three, Craig. Yeah, I think it was three. Three. Yeah, Yeah, three three or four. Three or four. So again, yet again, one of the people that makes Podchat Live what it is, because without those first, I keep saying it, without those first five or six episodes, this thing does not continue. It doesn't exist. So thank you, Kylie. Yep, someone ask this legend a question. Kylie, I won't won't ask you about the bus journey last night. (sighs) No. The, the question was about idi- idiopathic toe walkers. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought you'd love that. I think I, I do. <laughs> yeah. And what are some of the key questions that you need to be answered for us to actually understand the idiopathic toe walker or not, as you clearly would say? <laughs> because we just need to work out that they're not idiopathic. There's a reason. And there's something going on in these little kids' brains. And as podiatrists, we keep being obsessed with their feet and we just need to calm it down. Nice and straightforward. Yeah. So, just to, so the, after that first uh, that, that episode four with, with Kylie, um, I had a message from someone um, and Ooh. they said to me, and I'll, I'll say it verbatim, and they said to me, you've just had one of the world-leading experts on idiopathic toe-walking on your chat show. And like a dick, you didn't ask her a single question about idiopathic toe walking. And that was, re- that, that was very intentional because just before we went live, you sort of said, I remember you saying to us, I said, is there anything you don't want me to ask you about? You know, because obviously we, we, we don't script these as is quite abundantly clear, but uh, we also don't like to stitch people up. We also like to give them a chance to say what they, if there's a place they don't want to go uh, particularly. And, and you were pretty clear that you were sick of talking about it back. That was back in sort of uh, December, about, you know, just about 12 months ago. So I'm really pleased that came up. 
I'm delighted. I feel like we've gone full circle. Um, I, I'll see. We'll see you next you week. Think. You will. Phil, see you Thursday, Kylie. Yeah. Okay. Look, great. Thanks, Kylie. I've. I've we'll. Um, in the time, I'll just move you back to the green room and got Jonathan here. Hey, Jonathan. Hey there, guys. How you doing? I know you've been hey, waiting. Mate, you <laughs> well, so, great, great to be sitting here as uh, somebody who's not a, a clinician or practitioner and, and listening to all this stuff. It kind of a, it occurs to me that there's so many similarities between what you're trying or, or your approach to clinical excellence and what I think should be probably your approach if you're in private practice to... Um, to business excellence, and I, there's so many things that I, I, I always see these these parallels. Um, you know, both I think Jill and Debbie were talking about um, people needing a community to be part of, and uh, and then uh, there's somebody else talking about um, looking at looking at the, the actual results to be able to make decisions, and uh, and I think in the, there's so many parallels in business where you, you need to be looking at what's actually happening in your business if you're in private practice and uh, you know being able to make decisions on all of that and I think we all understand uh, intuitively through the way that we've had this approach to learning about um, how to be a, a great practitioner uh, and sometimes we, we look at our businesses and think oh yeah well don't really need to pay so much attention to that um, and I think about my dad who had a fungal toenail and uh, he would have had that, I, I would say, for 15 years. And he just put up with it. He, he didn't even really think, oh, look, there's a fungal toenail. It's just, that's what happens uh, when you get older. And uh, I think some of us in our businesses, we, we go, oh, yeah, we just put up with that. We don't have to, to uh, think about fixing that. And there's often these pains in the business where we're, we're always treating patients and helping them remove the pain. And then there's this mass, massive pain uh, inside the practice on the business side of it or the business management side of it. And we think, oh, yeah, no, we just just uh, <laughs> let, that, let that slide. <laughs> no, interesting. So, interesting parallels. For anyone that didn't see Jonathan's episode, it was episode 33 back on the 12th of July. And um, it was, it was, well, it was about business. It was about business marketing. It was obviously under the guise of, it was, it, the, the episode was called Podiatry Hive because that's obviously the company that Jonathan's company. And actually, Craig, it's just dawned on me for a real bit of fun here. We could have brought Jonathan and, and uh, Bobby Isaacs on together. That would have been, <laughs> that would, that would have been fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm conscious of time. So, who has? Does anyone have a question for Jonathan, JW, or? Um, I do. I do. Yeah. I'm leading on to what you just said, Jonathan. Um, what What generally do you see that a lot of private practices aren't doing that they should? Uh, you know what? I think it's actually the little things. Um, I I think that uh, we often think, oh, you've know, got all this stuff happening in our practice, and we need to do this big project. And often what I like to take clients through is just, okay, looking at, go back to the, the basics. If you need more clients, you know, what, what small changes can you make inside your practice to get a few more leads? Is there something that you can actually adjust in the way that, you know, your website looks so that people actually click to make a booking or maybe the way that the, the receptionists are actually answering the phone to make sure that they book somebody in rather than just let them you know, ask how much does it cost to see the podiatrist um, and then they, they drop off or, you know, that, that's some of small things. 
which actually uh, makes a big, big difference. And I remember I, I was listening, trawling through Ted the other day, listening to a guy who was actually a surgeon, and he was explaining how uh, we, in, in surgery, you, you learn all this stuff, and then you become an expert and, and a leading authority, and then that's it. That's the, the pedagogical way of, of doing it, where he compared that with sport and having a coach and the coach actually making minor adjustments. And he actually stood up and let a, a, another world-leading surgeon come in and uh, assess him, uh, being a world-leading surgeon himself, assess him and how he was actually doing and just seeing minor things that you could possibly adjust. And I guess that's, you know, if you're getting someone to come and help you with your business, look at all those many, many things, the, the one percenters, that uh, if you just make a minor change across all of those different areas, marketing, systems, looking at your plan, your team, all of that stuff, uh, and just and tightening everything up. So I, I guess that's uh, not, a, not a big thing, but uh, it's the sum of little things. Sure. Great. Look, thank, thanks, Jonathan. I know you've been waiting patiently in the green room, so we'll put you back, and we've just, I've just brought on Ryan and Trevor for a dual act, but Trevor, we can't see your video. Yeah, it's just cracking. Can you hear me? We can hear you okay. Oh, Trevor. That's fine. So... As a result, I haven't got any clothes on. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a result for us. Yeah. Uh, how, 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 how are you doing, Ryan? You well, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good. Thank you. Good. You look like, are you still at work? No, I was going to say I'm not long in, but I've been mean, sitting waiting here for about an hour and a half to get on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting, mate. Yeah, we've only, got, we've only got one guest to go after this, so let's, we've got to start winding things up. We're getting, I've got to get the girls to school. <laughs> yes, so uh, we thought we'd bring you on together because we're, we're, you know, we know you know it. You guys know each other well anyway. And um, there you go, Trevor. You, you know, oh, here Trevor, is, we can see you. He put his clothes um, on. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> You're like a bunch of You're jokers, aren't you? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey, shut up, Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll kick off. But actually, because go, you've got you, Ryan go. Because I know you work with these guys, time. don't you, Because Because you've got Ryan and Trevor on at the same time. Where do you guys see uh, podiatric surgery going in the next 10 years? Or, where would, or, or I'll rephrase, where would you like to see it going in the next 10 years? Go on, big man. Um, I, I quite frankly, I, I don't like the division that uh, there seems to be that people are either forefoot surgeons or entire foot surgeons or foot and ankle surgeons. I personally would like to see that everyone treats either the whole foot or doesn't treat it at all. So um, I'd like to see a, a sort of a, an expansion in most people's uh, scope of practice. Uh, I personally would like to get involved in trauma, although that's a, Pretty controversial area. I'm not too sure how likely that's going to be or how hard and easy it'll be to crack into. But I personally like to see things push forward and um, so I suppose consolidate practice of the entire foot and ankle, really. Trev? I think we've got to look at um, there's a slightly bigger picture. I mean, a lot of people practice autonomously, they don't have necessarily multi, uh, a team of people. I mean, everybody has junior members of the team but I think the strengths in a number of consultants working together and if you can't necessarily do that on site then you team up with other hospitals we kind of do that for the deanery but oh I'm right is here 
Um, oh, we kind of like do that surgery episode. Jesus. About <laughs> <laughs> time, mate. Um, we kind of do that through the deaneries, but I, th- I think there's strength in numbers uh, and sorting and uh, you know supporting one another and uh, analysing how where we you know we all get mistakes and errors, right? And we need to sh- we need to learn from those to make sure that we become stronger. And I think in this we end up having services that have more than one consultant. When that consultant leaves, there's a danger that the service finishes. Um, and any time we lose a service, it's a lot harder to start another one. Okay, and we've got, we've got Ian on board now. Ian, the same question to you. Actually, I don't think Ian might have caught the question at the beginning. Uh, he's also muted, Craig. Can you unmute him? Yeah, I've unmuted him. Ian, did you, did you hear the question at the, just before? No, go again. It, it was, he, was, he was asking whether you're still putting sparkles in the nails that you paint. Someone's got their audio on Facebook. Can you mute your Facebook? That'll be Riley. Yeah, that'll be Riley. Let's get Facebook off. Okay, that's good. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Uh, um, Toby, what was the question? Nothing to do with me. <laughs> Ian, it was where, where would you like to see podiatric surgery going in the next 10 years? Um, first off, to get a doctorate so that we actually have some proper reciprocity. Then we need to increase in numbers of units. We've got 60, 70 pod surgeons. There's too few of us. We need to become mainstream, um, like orthopedic surgeons. They're in every district general hospital. Um, we all need to be prescribing. We all need to be doing a bigger scope of practice. Ryan, I think you mentioned that. We don't need to just be doing good bunion surgery. We need to be doing good surgery and lots of it. And we should be the go-to surgical profession. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. We, haven't had a, we haven't had a surgery episode, Craig. I know. Yeah. But I just wanted to say something to Ian. Um, I've been following your uh, YouTube page. Some really awesome content going on there for those that haven't. Um, oh. Yeah, really, really lots of, you know, you're doing a lot of videos. <laughs> I'm slightly embarrassed that somebody's seen that, actually. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> when does the Sparkles video go up? Um, oh, Dave's here. Oh, Hi, Dave. yes. Um, hello, David. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so there's a question. So is so is cosmetic podiatry podiatry? Oh, so God, thanks for coming, it. everyone. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Episode fifty a wrap. Happy fiftieth episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So look, I'm re- really, really conscious of the time. I've just brought Dave on, so I'll just move you guys back to the the green room. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for waiting patiently. Oops. Yeah, so how's it going, James? It's all good, mate. How are you? Yeah, no. Just about ready. Hello, mate. Got to get out the door to take the girls to school in a minute, but yeah. Another, if I've, my, my picture serves me correctly, another absolute atrocity of a Movember there. Um, <laughs> so thanks for that. Just because you're a boy and you can't grow facial hair, don't take it out on it. <laughs> any hair, any hair whatsoever. Thanks, you've got, you are the last, is, am I right in saying DJ yep. is the last? Dave's the last, guess, yep. Thank, Thank you. you for waiting. Thank yeah, you for waiting so We well, it, it, bad for you if you've been waiting for an hour and ten minutes <laughs> for, to get about sixty seconds of airtime. But yeah, um, which one of uh, you chaps who's clearly enjoying your hosting? You know, it's, you know, that your hosting is about to wrap up. You've got to make this one count. It's the last few minutes. 
who's 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 pitching a question to DJ. Go on, JW. Uh, well, go on, Toby. Did you have one? No. Waited for an hour and a half. I was got a question for him. <laughs> Dave, Dave, it was more more along the lines of the because you you were on the episode with um, social media and things like that, um, uh, and great work with your recent video. And what else is to come with that? Well, that that video because podiatrists generally don't follow instructions, um, despite being told exactly what to do. They do completely the opposite. So there's probably going to be another two videos coming out of that, um, with some serious editing to to get the flavour. It's all all about podiatry stories, as far as I'm concerned, because people people buy from people. Um, I don't want to mention marketing again, but people do buy from people. So if we can share the stories of what of, of what podiatrists do and what they enjoy about it, it makes us more approachable. So there's a couple of videos to come out of that. I think the one word video went down very well. And I think there could be a, an episode two of that as well. I've had some people approach me on that. So I think we'll probably run that again. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the reach on that's been, been great and people have been sharing it. And it's been absolutely fantastic. I, I've, so I've had great. friends, I've had friends who, who aren't podiatrists who have watched that and thought and said how great they thought it was. Mm. I yeah, think partially because it, it mocked me as well. <laughs> you, you were brilliant. I, I, you know, I watched the, the video of you over and over again, and I tell you, there's so much more to come of that one. It's, hello, fellow podiatrist. I am sat here by the fire. It is just, oh, it's genius. It's great. I'm, I'm going to do uh, that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll do a quick share of the screen. See, I got sent this today and saying that this is what I look like. Close your porn first, quick. <laughs> um, actually, we, we we need to wind up in a minute. You've got that other picture picture there, James. You oh yeah, to yeah, yeah. One more picture to share. Over my shoulder. Yeah. Grab it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I was waiting till you had a pic, but if you wait a second, Ian, just for everyone who's still watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. so I, I was challenged quite late last night by James, he said, he said, that picture of Griff with the curtains, where was it? Can yeah. you find it for me? And yeah. sent me off to find it. So I had to track it down. Sure. Yeah. I get to track it down. And then there it was when you opened your phone right there. That first yeah, time. absolutely. <laughs> it's my Great. Look, I think what, what we need to do is start winding it up. So for those of you who have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, um, we're on 570 subscribers. Is that less than right? 580. So we need 10 more to get ahead that of That is an utter <laughs> outrage. An utter outrage. I know. But I just also wanted to share, this is the back end of our podcast. Um, this is how many plays we've had on our podcasts. You know, almost 10,000, you know, which was really quite extraordinary. Um, so, you know, they're on iTunes and um, everyone else. So, look, thanks, everyone. There's a few guests in the green room still hanging around to watch. So, look, thanks, everyone, for coming on. Sorry we're going to give everyone a few minutes. So, it's... Um, well done, Toby. Well done, James. Yeah. Um, Craig and Ian, just before you, before you cut everyone off, Toby and I wanted to say a massive thank you to you guys. You say thank you to all the guests every week. And actually, and I think everyone in the green room is clapping just like Dave was, in the, the resource that you've brought out over these 50 episodes is incredible. So, yeah. Great. Thanks, mate. Thank you thank you. You're right. That is the first time that anyone's ever said thank you. It feels really nice. I like it. I like yeah. how it feels. Great. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys.